Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cerveta will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Now, before we jump into the message today, I just wanted to give you a heads up that we will be having communion at the end of the message. So if you want to participate with us, just get some sort of cracker or bread or whatever, uh, some sort of food you can eat and a beverage ready to go with us at the end. All right, so let's get into this. Now, this is week four of our series called I Don't Want to Go. And we learned earlier this year that we are called to be fruitful in 2021. So because of that, we learned all about spiritual fruit. We learned that it comes from the Holy Spirit and it can look like a handful of different things. And we can actually feed it by submitting crappy situations over to God. Now in this series, we have found out that when things are going crazy, that God's word is greater than the world's fire. We learn that when the fires of this world are raging around us, we need to stand still and wait for the Lord before we start moving. And just last week, we learned the difference between good things and God things. We learned that God's timing is better than good timing. Now, even when we know all these truths, we can still find ourselves looking at God, asking us to move and do something, and then saying, I don't want to go. Which reminds me of times like way back in the day when I was much, much younger. So shortly after I learned how to ride my bike, I started uh, learning how to figure out and, or just figuring out how to do some really basic tricks. Like, you know, one hand on, one hand off, crazy trick, right? Or like there is the eyes closed real fast and then open them back up. Like that was, that was a pretty crazy trick back in the day. Uh, but the coolest trick I learned early on in my bike riding journey was going really fast and then hitting my brake and making that like cool skidding sound, like that you know? Um, and, and there were a few things cooler than like seeing my friends like all kind of gathered around a circle and then riding my bike up real fast and be like, what's up guys? You know, like just, just trying to be the cool guy. Uh, so anyways, one day I was going uh, up and down the street practicing the skill, speeding up, hitting my brakes over and over and over again. But it was uh, a little bit later in the day, later in the afternoon. So people were getting home from work and I was like, you know what? I shouldn't do this in the street. I'll do it on the sidewalk just to be safe. So I was skidding up and down the street on the sidewalks and one time I hit it like, you know, whatever. And I get done and I, I get up and I start like doing my bike. And this guy walked out of his garage right after I got done and I start to go and he's like, hey, hey kid, don't be making skid marks in front of my house, you're ruining my sidewalk. Now, I hadn't fully realized that making like a skid on the sidewalk would be something that someone would ever get upset about, upset about but there we were. So I just kind of like looked at the guy and kept on pedaling and, and just left, to be, left him to be with like his pristine and beautiful sidewalks. So a few days later, I found myself out on my bike on my own and I was working on my skills again and I found myself riding up to that man's house or riding by to it. So I did what any good law-abiding future pastor would do. I went as fast as I could and I made the biggest skid mark on that guy's sidewalk I could possibly make. And then I turned around and did another one and another one and then I drove off as fast as I could. Because that guy doesn't tell me. He's not the boss of me. He's not my mom or dad. I'm not gonna go just do stop doing this because he said so. It's not how I work. Have any of you guys ever dealt with something like this? Someone asks you to do something and you're like, you're not the boss of me. Or someone comes over to you and says, hey man, you need to stop doing this thing. And you answer with, says who? Now, these behaviors aren't the best things to like see in kids, but sometimes this attitude can linger. It can push into our adult lives and cause problems. 
It can find itself messing with all kinds of things in our lives. It can mess with friendships, relationships, careers. This attitude can even mess with our spiritual life. Because when you're sitting there in front of God and he says, go do something, and you say like, I don't want to go, or you're not the boss of me, like telling God you're not the boss of me is, is incredibly incorrect. And it actually makes me think of this question. Would you do something that you didn't want to if the boss of you told you to? Would you go to these places that you don't want to go if the boss of you told you to go? Now, when we look at the Bible, we see a few examples of this. And we actually read through one of them last week. We found uh, that account in Luke 5. It, it was about Jesus asking a fisherman named Simon to throw his nets down and try and catch some fish in the same spots he was fishing the night before with no success. In that moment, Simon could have said, I don't want to go. I'm not going to go out there and fish again. Or he could have been like, Jesus, you're not the boss of me. I don't know who you are. Instead, this is what he said. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And look, look at this. Look at what happens. And this time the nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. So right here we can see that instead of pushing back on God when he tells us to do something, there is blessing in obedience. There are great things that come from listening to the one that is the boss. Now, there's another story of this idea in the Bible, and this story was recorded by the disciple John. You see, one day Jesus and his crew were walking through Jerusalem, and they came across a man that was born blind. The disciples are asking the man all kinds of questions. They ask, uh, what, what did his parents do to cause him to be blind? They're asking this to Jesus, actually, and which is something that was widely believed at that time, that uh, God would punish a parent that's sinning by making their kids blind or, or lame or, or having some sort of issues. So Jesus responds to these questions in a very amazing way. So let's take a look and see what Jesus says. It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the tasks assigned to us by the one who has sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. But while I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. Then he spit on the ground, made mud with the saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. And Siloam means scent. So that man went and washed and came back seeing. So once again, when we listen to our boss, Jesus, when we see, we can see great things happen. In this story, the blind man had to first allow Jesus to spit in some dirt and make it into mud. Now, just think about that for a second. Think about the amount of spit and mocos that would be needed to turn that dirt into mud. It's not like, you know, it's not one of those little things. It could have been more like a, you know, like a, like a cat coughing up a hairball to get the amount of spit in there. Now that you are uh, sufficiently grossed out, let's keep this thing moving. The other thing this man had to do was leave the mud on his face and then find his way to this pool. Now remember, he's a blind man that people would have tried to stay away from because they all thought that like the parent's sin would rub off on them. So they're not trying to help this blind man get anywhere. And this wasn't gonna be an e a leisurely trek for this man. He was gonna have to find his way to this pool all by himself. But imagine when he got there. 
Imagine the man finally getting in the water, submerging himself, and then when he pulls his face out of the water for the first time in his life, he could see. For the first time in his life, he was able to make out what was happening around him. Now, this didn't happen because the man was awesome and amazing. It happened because he listened to Jesus. He listened to the one that was the boss of him. Now, that brings us to our transforming truth for the week. Remember, we're going to take a lie out and put a truth in. So we're taking the lie out that you're not the boss of me. And the truth that we're learning this week is to listen to the boss. Listen to the boss. Guys, when Jesus asks us to do something, when the Holy Spirit asks us to move, we need to be listening. We have to stop saying, I don't want to go. We have to lean into what we are hearing from our boss. We have to run, not walk, when we are asked to do things. We want to do that, first off, because it's the right thing to do. But second, because the blessings that God has for us in our lives can be sitting on the other side of that word we are given. And guys, every time we're asked to do something, it isn't going to be an easy walk in the park, just like this man that was born blind. There are going to be times that Jesus will ask us to do the tough thing. There are going to be times that Jesus will ask us to do the things we would never want to do. Just like that man that was born blind, he might ask us to swallow our pride and just simply follow his instructions. And it's when we do that that we can find our true purpose. It's when we do that that we can come across the spiritual blessing that God has for us in our lives. A lot of the time, the blessing is going to be similar to what the man born blind got. We will get the opportunity to see God, the creator of the universe, working in our lives. We will be the, the thing, the conduit that transfers God's blessings to people. We will see the fruit of the Spirit being manifested in front of us. We will get the opportunity to see the fruit grow in us and through us. There are few things more incredible than that. And just so y'all know, Jesus is someone that asks us to follow him. Yes, absolutely. But he was also someone that followed. Jesus was someone that showed us the example of how to follow the boss. And we see that happening in a story recorded by the apostle Luke. You see, Luke was a former physician turned historian. And what we know about Luke is that he is thought to be someone that didn't know about who God was growing up. But at some point in his adult life, Luke became a believer in Jesus and learned all kinds of stuff about him. Then sometime after that, Luke used his scholarly abilities to research and document the life of Jesus. Now, Luke wasn't there when a lot of these things actually happened. However, Luke was able to sit down and interview people that were there and then was able to get it recorded. He did it just like any good historian would do this. Now, in this account, Luke is going to give us a story of Jesus shortly before he is betrayed and handed over to Roman soldiers that would eventually sentence Jesus to be killed. At this point in his life, Jesus fully understands what is going to happen to him. He understands what is being asked of him to become the perfect sacrifice for each and every one of us. He understands that he is going to have to lay his life down for all of us. As we can't even begin to fully imagine, Jesus is grieved by what is standing in front of him. So after having one last dinner with his friends, this is where we will pick up this account that was gathered by Luke. There in Luke chapter 22, it says, Then accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room where they were having their, their last meal together and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, pray you will not give into temptation. He walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. So Jesus knows what is coming. 
He knows what the agony of the cross is about to be. Remember, in all of this, Jesus is God walking around this earth. So he can do miraculous things, any of the miraculous things he wants. He could shoot laser beams out of his eyes or just fly out of there or like make a lightning storm come down from the sky and destroy all the people that were coming against him. Instead of that, he prays. He gets down on his knees and he begs, talks with God. Then in that prayer, it isn't just like, hey, you know, I mean, just let everything go good. This will be good. Thank you, Jesus. It was, Jesus is broken up and he's asking the Father, please, please take this suffering away from me. Take these things away from me. Just like us, Jesus struggled with fully stepping into his purpose. But that last part is where we need to be in step with Jesus. He says, I want your will to be done. Your will to be done, not mine. In this moment, Jesus listens to the boss. In this moment, Jesus models what we should all be doing in situations of struggle and confusion. When we do not know God's will specifically, we can ask for what we need, but we should always submit our preferences to God's will. We should all listen to the boss. So after Jesus prays this, look at what happens. Let's jump back into the story. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently, and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. So we see here that the angel shows up to help strengthen Jesus in prayer, to help connect him to the Father, to the boss. The angel is there to help strengthen Jesus to get through the agonizing, agonizing way he's about to lay his life down. The angel isn't there to take everything away, but to help Jesus get through it. And it's on the other side of this that Jesus finds his purpose for the world, becoming that perfect sacrifice. He would help provide for us the path to the Father. Jesus would provide the path to the Holy Spirit. And through that path, Jesus would give us a way to help change the world for the better. Jesus would give us how we could bring heaven to earth through the spiritual fruit grown in us by the Holy Spirit. And you can have this in your life. It's actually really easy to get to. All you have to do is simply have a conversation with Jesus, which we would call a prayer. Then just let Jesus know that you believe in him and what he did here on this earth the best way you possibly can. Now, to help you out, I'd like to ask everyone in the Kuo community to pray along with you because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. There's always a community here praying with you. So if you wanna start listening to Jesus today, just now, bow your head and, and, and pray something like this along with me. And a cool community, just, just pray along with these folks as well. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for laying your life down for me. I know that I didn't know you very well coming in here and I've messed up a bunch, but I'd like to change that today. So today I say that I believe in you. I believe in everything you did for me. Jesus, right here, right now, I ask for you to start speaking into my life. Thank you for your patience with me. Thank you for everything. Amen. Now, if you're interested, I would like to have you participate with me in the act known as communion. So go ahead and get your drink. It can be grape juice or wine or soda. It doesn't matter. Also get out your cracker or bread or, or, or tortilla and, and, and all that. So I'm gonna grab mine right now. I got peanut butter cracker and some coffee you know, just the way you do it. So let me, let me explain to you what communion is all about. It's something that we do 
so we have a full understanding of who Jesus was and what he did here on this earth, and it's to help us remember that. Now, for some of us, we've taken communion in our lives so many times that it's just kind of a nothing, right? We're like, yeah, yeah, I know what this is about. I've heard the, the priest talk about it a bunch. Like, you know, I understand the sacrifice Jesus made for us. That's great. However, communion isn't just to like help us connect to this idea. Now, they are important, but these ideas and thoughts are just a part of communion. Remember, we, we do want to remember Jesus. But you see, Jesus, the one that lives in heaven, Jesus, the one that gave us the Holy Spirit that lives within us, he doesn't just want to like remind us that he's around. He wants to help influence the decisions we make on this earth. He wants to help rescue us from our sin. He doesn't just want to give us something to think about. He wants to feed us, and he wants to feed us with himself, the bread of life. And through him, we will never be hungry again. Through him, we will never be thirsty again. And that's why we do communion. Not just to understand or think about what he did, but it's to remember him and to receive his love and grace and respond to it. That's what communion is about. Communion isn't just about him serving us, it's about him connecting to us. And through communion, we are recognizing how we are linked to him. So let's do it right now. Let's take these moments to remember what Jesus has done for us. Now, take your, your food and, and just take a bite out of it. Now this represents Jesus' body that he gave up for us. Then get your drink, it's gonna represent the blood that Jesus spilled for you to save your life. Now let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything that you've done for me. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for laying your life down for me. Jesus, thank you for being the boss for me to listen to. Thank you for listening to the boss in your own life. I ask that for the rest of my days that you would continue to speak to me and move me in the right direction. Help me follow what you want for me. Help me do that, Lord. Thank you for everything. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So guys, thank you for spending some time with us today. I have a few things to share with you before we go. The first thing I want to share is, is, is some very exciting things. I'm super excited because over the next month or so, we're going to have some amazing linking opportunities here going on. The first one will take place next weekend, Father's Day weekend. We are partnering up with Panaderia Jimenez right down the street from us on Fredericksburg to hook up all the dads with something delicious. So if you go into Panaderia Jimenez on Saturday or Sunday of Father's Day weekend, next weekend, you'll receive a free drip coffee and concha if you're a dad. So be sure and go through there and pick up your goodies. Also, while you're there, be sure and link with the people behind the counter and anyone you come across that are there in the shop. We want people to know that we are a group that loves our community. We want people to know about Akuo because of how great we are. Be that cheese of God, right? The next thing we will be doing is happening on Saturday, June 26th from 5 to 8 p.m. We've gotten a booth for a Fiesta event being thrown for teachers and education leaders in our area by a nonprofit organization called SALT, which stands for San Antonio Leaders and Teachers. While we are there, we're gonna be refreshing people physically and spiritually. 
We're gonna be handing out ice cold Topo Chicos and also praying for anyone that might wanna be interested in receiving prayer. Now, if you're interested in being a part of this evening serving our educators, please click on the link in the chat or go to our social media and sign up. We would love to see you there to help us hand out, hand out some topos and some prayers. We also have two other events that will be coming up in the next few weeks that we're gonna share with you once we get all of the details finalized. Guys, here at Akuo Church, we are gonna make sure we are linked to our community. So be ready for a bunch of ways that we can do that. Now, the next thing I wanna talk about is how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We know that when you trust God with your finances, they're a great blessing, right? We do that when we share our stuff with the community. That's how we do this as an organization. And you know, I'm not saying that when you share your resources, that when we share our resources, we're gonna like end up getting this crazy building or you're gonna get this super awesome house just because you trust God with finances. But what we do know is that when you trust God with something in your life, there's spiritual blessing. And it's the same thing that happens here uh, and we want you guys to be exercising this very practical discipline. We want you to experience those blessings. Now, that might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family. And if things are tough for you right now, we wanna help you out. We wanna be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, please let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humby.cervera.akuo.church, or you can call or text the church directly at 210-901-8785. Now, if you're willing to tithe here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. And if you don't wanna give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you'd like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to PO box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. Next, I just wanna remind you guys about our Zoom group. This is a great way for us to get together and hear how God is bearing fruit in us, and also how we can share it with one another, and also it's a place where we can get hot with one another and just pray for one another. So if you are interested in being a part of the Zoom group, we meet every Wednesday night at 7.30 through Zoom. So be sure and go to our social media, click the links to be a part of this. Now, in addition to the Zoom group, we have our first in-person group starting up here in the Monticello Park area every single Monday night. So this is a, play, a thing where we're gonna be outside, having good conversation with one another, and this is led by John and Grace Watson. They're fantastic people who are fantastic leaders. So if you're interested in being a part of that, just be sure and be on the lookout for that on our social media. All right, guys, that's all that we have time for you, or that's all that we have for you today. I just want you guys to know that I love you all, and I'm praying for each and every one of you all week long. So let me just pray for you one last time before we get out of here. So Jesus, uh, as everybody clicks off their browser, turns off their TV, and puts away their phone, I ask that you be speaking to them. I pray that they would hear you. I pray that they would remember that you are the boss, and they should be just listening to you so they can get your glory in their lives, so they could see the purpose that you've made for them in their lives, Lord, and so that they could bring heaven to earth for all the people around them, Lord. I thank you for everything. We love you, and we pray all these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that we have. You 
Have a great week. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.